Welcome to the High Impact Man podcast. High impact men from across the nation sharing their stories of inspiration, encouragement, and hope to help others become the virtuous leaders they are called to be and that our nation desperately needs. And another episode of the High Impact Man podcast is coming at you. I've got uh, myself, Nevin Gorky, known as DFib in the gloom to our math three brothers, joined as always by my co-host Troy Klinger, otherwise known as Dial-Up. And we've got Spielberg with his own microphone today, uh, ready to chime in. Uh, so Spielberg, this is your first time uh, that you're going to join in. What do you say? I am just beyond excited for this. Yeah, I know. It's exciting, isn't it? He looks Very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> the behind-the-scenes guy stepping uh, around the curtain. Yeah. So Are we going uh, to throw his phone number out there for like any... Ooh, he any, is single. Any listeners that have a daughter that's uh, around the age of, what, 22? Right? Yeah, 22, yeah. Yeah, yeah 22, blonde-haired... Looking for a guy that kind of looks like Dahmer from the Netflix uh, series. Yeah, I didn't. Want, I don't watch that scary stuff. You watch that. I don't know. Just kidding. Show, he's really, you know. Yeah, he's much. Respect. He's he's much better looking. He's much better looking. I'll take your word. The Dahmer. For it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, call in to the High Impact, High Impact Man podcast if you're a single lady out there looking for a 22 year old <laughs> stud. <laughs> All right. Well, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, believe it or not, we had two guys scheduled to record tonight and both of them couldn't make it. Uh, so uh, Dial Up and Spielberg and I are going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the guys that have been on and uh, people who have inspired us and talk about leadership uh, principles, but mostly we're going to focus on uh, consistency today. So bear with us. We're not, we don't have somebody telling their story tonight, which is what we usually have, uh, but we think this is going to be valuable. It's something we talk about offline uh, frequently. Uh, before I get into that, though, dial up. Uh, we just had a pizza tour part two. Yeah, second annual. Second annual. So for those who are unaware, which probably all of you or most <laughs> of you, where we live in Danville, Pennsylvania, is pretty much devoid of good pizza. And where I grew up, as well as one of our other PAX members, Porky's, in what we call the Wyoming Valley, that's sort of the Wilkesbury Scranton area. Uh, has got just incredible pizza. It's almost like a mini New York. It's so ethnic up there because it was a coal region and stuff. But uh, last year, Porky's and I decided we're going to take our PAX members up there and tour around to different pizza places uh, so that the PAX down here could taste some good pizza. And uh, so we hit four places last year, and then we followed up that night up, up in Wilkesbury to watch a minor league hockey game. The Wooksbury Penguins, the baby penguins play. And so it was so <laughs> exciting, and everyone liked it so much that we repeated it this year, so part two, and we brought our wives with us this time. So uh, nine of us uh, ventured out uh, to Pizza Tour part two. Yeah, the ladies had a great time. Yeah, yeah, it was exciting. I mean, that there's we had four different types of pizza. We did. All different, right? Yeah, so this year we had, what, two new places. Two new places. So some of you may be familiar in the up and down the eastern seaboard of something called Old Forge-style pizza. So we went to Old Forge because that's where, where, it is, where it came from. And we had from a place called Ravello's, and which was the original Old Forge pizza. And they, they shipped their pizza around to different states. So if you see in the menu, Old Forge-style pizza, that's where we were. And uh, it's interesting, their pizza square-cut pizza, and their story was that they had to make it in square trays and make it square to fit in the lunch boxes of the coal miners. Yeah, that was uh, uh, and it, a, a learning point for me. I guess I had never 
realize that that's the reason why some places serve the square or rectangular slices of pizza. Yeah. But it makes complete sense. There's a story behind everything. There is. Yeah, and across the street is a place called Caro and Janelle's. We've got some white double-crusted stuff, stuffed uh, white pizza. The ladies really like that stuff. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know either. Some of the leftovers we had, like my wife saved me a piece of that after she had ate the other. And like, that was the last pizza that I wanted for right, leftovers. Yeah. Like, but that one didn't really count because it wasn't red pizza. True. Red sauce pizza yeah. in the comparison anyway. But the and, ladies liked that the best. And we only had that because the Ravellos, right? Had rec- the the owner or waitress at Ravello's had right. recommended to try this pizza, yes. and so we gave it a whirl. Yeah, and then we got Sabatini's, <laughs> which is really thin crust, <laughs> wait, we, crispy we sweet tell, sauce. Wait, wait, the, the place though with the broccoli, like we, yeah. we literally ate that standing on a street corner. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, their dining room wasn't open, so we 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 got a box. They ate it on the street corner. That's right. Yeah, in downtown Old Forge, classy, thriving metropolis. That's right. And then we went to Pizza Perfect. Well, Sabatini's I mentioned. That's my favorite. Thin crust, crispy, sweet sauce pizza. That's good stuff. Yeah, Sabatini's is good. That's That took us down to a, a more traditional thin crust yeah. pizza, yeah. which was good. Yeah, and then uh, we hit a place called Pizza Perfect. There are three different places up there. All originated from one place, the recipe. But this is a pizza crust that is deep fried. Yeah. And then it's got a little different flavor, uh, and every, people really like that crust. It's got crust. some uh, cooked onions in the sauce. Cooked onions in the sauce, yeah. Which you really don't taste. It's just more of like a flavor enhancer. Yeah, flavor enhancer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of the uh, of the sauce. But I, I have to say, Pizza Perfect, after two years, mm-hmm. still reigns as my favorite place. There you go. It's favorite. It's different. It's yeah. totally different. Yeah. And I like as we're going to continue this, I think what we agreed upon is we're always going to add a few new places. Right. But the places that tend to be the highest on the overall charts, such as Pizza Perfect, yeah. which is I think might be the reigning champion amongst... I think that was the majority. Overall, yeah. right, or majority. Right. Um, we, we always want to keep the top one or two places on the list so that we can kind of try the other places and then right. see, does, Sprinkle does, in some does, new it, ones. does it knock off one of the top two? Yeah, yeah. So I know all of you are very interested in this out there, but... Uh, They're like, blah, 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 right, blah, Right, yeah. Pizza. <laughs> pizza tour, whatever, guys. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun. It was a good uh, It was a good thing. So if anybody out there in F3 land, you're coming up with, trying to come up with a second F idea... Uh, something like that is uh, is pretty cool. It may not be pizza. Next week we're thinking about maybe a chicken wing tour. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, next hit the week? hot spots and next see week? what you think. Oh, next week. I don't. <laughs> uh, a, I know. I thought you just said next week. Next week we're thinking I think, about. I thought a I said next time. Oh, maybe, maybe it was next time. Yeah. I don't know. I could have heard you wrong. I'm up for it though. Whatever. Yeah, yeah it's good. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, um, pizza tour part two is in the books. We went to a fight afterwards, and a hockey game broke out. Yeah, I went to a fight, and a hockey game broke out. So it was it was good. It was good. Got got club seats. We were we were VIPs. The flightless birds lost. Yeah, they did. They lost uh, three to two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the it's the baby pengs penguins baby for penguins. anyone that's listening. Yeah, and they were terrible. Yeah, they they did not play well. No, it I'm took, not a hockey fan. Took, that, <laughs> you know, big. I don't follow hockey that much. It was fun to watch them live, but. Yeah, they weren't very good. It took uh, three back-to-back-to-back power plays for them to get back into the game. Yeah, yeah, they tied it 2-2 and then quickly... Proceeded to throw the lead away, or the, to throw the, the Thunderbirds. tie away, right, yeah. uh, about two, sec- or two, two seconds, two minutes later uh, on a breakaway goal. Yep. And that was it. Second you, know, crazy. You, know what, you know what the baby penguins need? What? I, I don't know. Maybe they need better leadership. Maybe they need better leadership. You like that segue? They need some high-impact men is what they really they need. They need some high-impact men to lead them, yeah. right? Some virtuous leaders out there. No, I'm kidding. I don't know how good their leadership is, but... Um, they can all skate better than we can. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> that's exhausting. I watch these guys. I mean, it's a constant sprint, right? They constantly change lines like every couple yeah. minutes and because uh, guys get worn out. So that's kind of interesting to watch, watch the strategy involved there. I am always surprised at how quickly they need to rotate guys through. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. it's like 30, 40 seconds. Yeah, it's quick. 
I would think that they could have better stamina than that, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I all guess I over the course of a 60-minute game, they're sprinting all out on skates for 20 minutes. That's a lot. That is a lot. I can tell you they sweat a lot and they smell badly because I sat behind the Penn State University hockey team's bench, two rows behind them. I went to a game one time, and ooh, it's like a bad locker room. Yeah, and that was the women's team, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was dial-up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> was not me. All right. So I try to make a segue into leadership there, right? Since we got thrown off there a little bit by sweaty hockey players. But um, leadership. So we've had so many great high-impact men come on to tell their stories. And so we're going to take this opportunity just to talk about uh, some of them that stick out in our brains. And, and it's, not, it's really not fair because I know there's going to be guys that we don't mention, which who certainly deserve to be mentioned. But uh, just for you, you know, off the top of your head, uh, what would you say? You know, I know I'm putting you on the spot right now. How about it? Yeah. Do you I have can, that bird chirping you sound bird, ready to go over there, go Spielberg? Ready? There it is. He's thinking. He's thinking. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think? We're asking who? Yeah. Who was uh, with, what, you know, some of our guests. So it's some stories that stuck out to you. Wow. Good, good thing. Uh, <laughs> I could never get Fogaria out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dread episode, folks. There are some dread. other things that were notable <laughs> from the dread episode. <laughs> it has nothing to do with uh, the high-impact uh, men or the high-impact qualities. Um, boy, you are putting me on the spot, and there's so many different options out there. It makes it hard to hard to choose which one might be the best one. Um, well, not the best, but you could come up with a few. Yeah, you know, so I'll, so I'll go back to Dredd um, because I think what I admired about him is his his boldness. Um, mm-hmm. and, and even outside of what we talked about with him on the podcast, just seeing like his interactions, whether it be, you know, Twitter, um, or thing when he shared things on Facebook and just other things as you've heard across the nation as he was, you know, as he's, as he was the, you know, the leader for us, um, he, he's, he's bold. Like he's not afraid to ruffle feathers. Um, right. he's not afraid to to say things that some of us probably are thinking yeah. uh, when it comes to leadership, call men out, uh, sure. call things as they are, but he, like he does it in a, a loving way, but he's just quite frankly, just very, very honest. Um, so he, he's, he's one that stands out. Right. As I think about it, maybe now if you share a little bit, that'll give me my time to think about no, it. Okay. Uh, one of the, so one of the virtues of leadership, I think you're bringing out there is candor. Yeah. Right. And I think Dred's known for his candor. Um, and I, and he would be willing to accept candid, uh, feedback, right. You know, and that's part of candor, being able to give it and receive it, uh, and do it in a loving and graceful way and respectful way. Uh, and, and that's a, that's a tough quality. It sure is. I think it's the toughest one personally. Yeah. And, and I think it's tough both ways. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. I mean, we, we see that, you know, ourselves whenever we ask for feedback for a cue. Yes. Right. And it tends to be, oh, good job, great workout, right. blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. no one gives any real criticism. Right. And and for us, that's that's amongst our own packs. Correct. You know, guys we're close with. Yeah. You know, guys that we just, yeah, we're, we're busting our butts next to for, for an hour. Yeah. And, and we can't be candid there with them. And sometimes tell right. them, like, hey, you really could do better here, you really could do better there. To, to do that more broadly... Um, you know, or more openly to uh, like a, a broader group of guys or in different settings is, is really tough. 
Yeah, but how can you improve if you don't get that candid feedback, right? right. Yeah. I know that that's something I instituted a while ago. We do So we, we've talked about it before, but at the end of the beatdown, we asked for feedback for the queue uh, immediately at the end of the beatdown. Um, not just how well you know the workout was designed, but how his leadership uh, was during that workout and that kind of thing. And unfortunately, a lot of times it, it, it just, it, it's very short and it's uh, all about the workout. Oh, it was a good workout. You know, I could have done legs more or whatever, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Uh, where, you know, I try to pull out leadership aspects of that guy's cue uh, and, uh, and, and be candid with that. But that's, yeah, it's a challenge because you got to have enough confidence to be able to step up and say that in front of a guy that, hey, you, you know, this is what I think he could have done better. Now, yeah. on Saturday, I queued. Yeah, I, I was going to talk about that, yeah, because, sorry, did you want to No, go going? ahead. Yeah, so I, I was going to say that I think sometimes it just, it just takes some momentum, mm-hmm. right, to get rolling. And so my hope is that possibly after some, some feedback that you got after queuing on Saturday that, that we've created some, some movement. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, and we got a little inertia going, and hopefully, hopefully that continue. And so, like, the mm-hmm. feedback for you this week, it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't no way like a, a personal attack, like, hey, you sucked at leading, right? Right. It was, hey, you know, do a little bit better job with your cadence slowing it down. Yeah. Because at times we were starting to break form mm-hmm. just to keep up with the cadence that you were setting. What he's saying is I'm in better shape than the rest of them, and I was just going too fast for them. <laughs> or, his, or his form stinks that he could go faster than the rest of us. <laughs> Range of motion may not be the same as some other guys. We'll let it up for interpretation of anybody that was there. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that was just that was good feedback um, that, that I think you got. Yeah. To, to slow it down. Yeah. So that we can focus on form a little bit better and not be rushed through the exercises as you're, as you're leading it. Yeah, exactly. And I actually was worried that I was going too slow. Yeah. Because, you know, being the older guy and, and there are a lot of guys there that are more fit than me, I thought I'm, I was going to slow everybody down. Right. So I was more concerned about the opposite. And I wasn't intentionally trying to go fast, but um, I was trying to keep us moving. Uh, but that's done between exercises rather yeah. than, you know, the cadence got to get the cadence at a, a proper tempo, I guess. But, you know, it's, one person's tempo may not be the same for everybody, but it was pretty unanimous that I needed to go a little yep. slower in some of the exercises. Yeah. So that was that was good feedback. And I'm hoping, again, that that, can, that continues. Right. That opens that door for us to be a little bit more candid with yeah. uh, the folks that are queuing, you know, uh, beyond the usual busting on thin crust music selection and those <laughs> types of things that we usually go to. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully we can give some honest feedback that will make, make you a better leader. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And I think that the type of cue I did Saturday is, I'm not sure. I'm not sure anybody's done it like that before. So basically it was a, a string of pearls. We ran different places and I cued a, a, a COP. So every exercise was done in cadence yep. uh, at each stop. And, and I led the cadence in each time. And that takes a, uh, a lot out of you. I mean, you really got to put a lot of effort into that. If you're not, if you're not the cue and you're not leading in cadence, you could, you could easily, you know, skip some repetitions and yeah. whatever. But, uh, but when you're the cue, you got to bring it. And, uh, and I was worried about that. I started off with, cause it was right after <laughs> veterans day. I started off with a 21 burpee salute to our military four count burpees in cadence. So, uh, I was worried I wasn't going to get to 21. <laughs> <laughs> But I did. And uh, so anyway, I, I'd like to see us step up our cue game in that way so that we lead more rather than a set it, forget it type workout, which has its place. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it, that lends itself more to uh, candid feedback about your leadership ability. So yeah. Spiegel, Spielberg, what do you think? Uh, of all the podcasts and all the guests we've had on, anybody stick out to you or a story that really inspired you? So the, I've actually got two that are, I've actually got two that are really close 
together. Uh, the first one is definitely 10 count because he, he went on to then create the Toby talks, right? Yeah. Which if any of you guys have not heard, Toby talks was the mental health awareness that they did because one of their PAX members unfortunately had to, he committed suicide. So, right. Uh, they they started Toby Talks for any man dealing with mental health, and I just thought that was just a really really cool program that they were able to take out of that situation. Right. Yeah, he took a a tragedy and, and tried to make, try to do something about it, try to make an impact uh, for others. Obviously, yeah. And then uh, the other one was um, Flying Tomato, mm-hmm. yeah. opening a halfway house for people coming out of the prison and drug addiction. Yeah, and yeah. So. That was definitely, those were my two favorite podcasts so far. Yeah, and and uh, a side note on that is, if anything, if this podcast has done anything, it's it's hooked up a couple people because of that. One of our packs, son has dealt with some drug addiction issues, and after the podcast, he listened to it, and he asked, you know, how can I get in touch with Flying Tomato? And we put him in touch with each other, and then uh, this guy's son actually visited Flying Tomato recently, what, two weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, right around. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, that's, that's right. That's great. They're, they're definitely high impact men who saw a need and, uh, and they stepped out and did something about it. Right. Free to lead. Yeah, absolutely. And both have created beautiful ministries out of it. Yeah. Not just to help people in need, but also just to, to get to better know people going through those addictions and those issues. Right. So it, it definitely opened, they saw a need and instead of like going after any kind of gain for themselves or another person, they, they, they saw that need and they took it and they're now focusing on helping the people that are in need instead of trying to get gain off of anything. Right. They're definitely virtuous leaders, right? Serving others. Yeah. And it, and it's really comes from the heart. It's genuine, right? I mean, these guys, it's a commitment and they made the commitment to it. And, uh, and uh, it's just outstanding. That's two good guys. Yeah. It wasn't right. It, it it wasn't like ooh here's an area where I could profit create right. a business right make money off of this it yeah. was like this is just need whatever the cost is we're gonna make it work yeah. not to make money right but because guys need this mm-hmm. or in this case you know just pe- people need this I don't think that was guys only um, his his facility right it's it was any any drug addicts that yeah. need a place to go while they're waiting to get placed in like a long term rehab facility. Yeah, yeah, definitely a high impact man there. That's a great example. Yep. Uh, really inspiring. Uh, doing things outside of you know what we what, you know we talk about with F three and, and workouts and and the stuff it could do for us, but basically giving back. And that's what makes a high impact man. Yeah. You know, I like you know I really liked your your choice of dread. I mean, I was really impressed with his ability to multitask <laughs> during our podcast. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's you know we've never really told that story, have we? It takes some skill. <laughs> we'll just leave it. Let's just say that in the middle of the podcast. Dredd was watering his lawn. That's right. right. It was, he was watering his lawn. Yeah, he was really, you know, trying to help his wife out with the yard work, which he said he doesn't usually do very often, but, you know, <laughs> it's good. He was hydrating the lawn. Yeah, so, I mean, that was outstanding work, and, uh, and he's, you know, he's just a high-impact man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we had some great guests on him. You know, we had from Hello Kitty and Slaughter and Dark Helmet, all the, the, the big big names that you know about yeah Yeah, red baron my gosh i mean how could we do better than a three-star general that's uh that's just just genuinely enthusiastic and cares and does the right thing and he's like so approachable so you didn't answer the question yet so how about you 
I'm well, turn the tables and put you on the spot. Yeah, of course. I, I obviously I mentioned Red Baron right now. Yeah, I was really impressed with uh, just his example throughout his career, and then the, the family that he's raised and the impact he's had on his boys who are out there now having an impact. So it's generational. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, the legacy that you leave. Yep. Um, I think more about that as I'm getting up in my upper fifties and I'm thinking about the legacy that I leave and my role. You know, what's my role now? Well, it's it's you know I need to lead by example because I'm the Nantan, I'm shovel plant flag planter here of showing up. Yeah, <laughs> say, say that again. That, say that three times fast. <laughs> shovel plant flagger yeah, planter. That's me. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, trying to lead by example of for showing up. You know, I got to post as often as I can. Right. Um, and uh, and and queuing and trying to set an example by queuing, even though uh, I'm not the most fit guy and stuff like that. But uh, uh, getting up in age and dealing with different health issues. So the legacy is important. And I think you're never too young to think about that. But uh, that that aspect is really important to me. And um, also the guys that have overcome health issues mm-hmm. to continue to strive forward. They didn't let, they didn't use it as an excuse to sit back and not continue to work on their fitness and, and, and strive and, and get better every day. Right. You know, I mean, I think of a photo finish. He went through the aortic dissection. Um, I'm going to leave some guys out. I know. Funny car had bypass surgery. Funny right. car. Yep. And then uh, who had the aortic valve replacement? Uh, obviously, these are all heart stuff. But uh, and then other guys that uh, uh, oh, our 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 man uh, down in Carolina was early onset um, Parkinson's. Oh, uh, the, 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 sorry, the, folks. The, we should have researched a little bit better. But. <laughs> he was the big rucker. Uh, yeah. Son of a gun. I'm so sorry. Uh, this is yeah. terrible. But well, we're both getting old, just so you know. Yeah, <laughs> we got a, re- uh, a, a a respecter and a near respecter. near respecter. But uh, you mean just outstanding and the guys that have overcome addictions. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I in medicine I deal with we deal with people who are IV drug users, and the majority of them just go right back to it, even though they have a, a, a scary health issue facing uh, you know high risk surgeries and different things because of their drug use. And then they just go right back to it. And to see guys that overcome that, you know, and how their faith has driven them forward, but that, and then F3, they've jumped right in and, uh, and the fitness aspect of it is really important that really plays into your mental aspect and your spiritual aspect that we know that's all tied together. So, um, so I mean, so I think of those kind of guys and, uh, and I, um, I'm inspired by that. I mean, a number of times we said at the end of a podcast, you know, these guys could get up and do that. What's your excuse? Right. We've said that multiple times. Yes, yeah, many, many times. Yeah. So the uh, the leadership virtue that I wanted to bring bring up today is consistency. It's one of the five virtues mentioned in the Q source of uh, leadership. Can I bring virtues. something up before we go there? Absolutely. Is that all right? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm sure. Positive. Yeah. All right. As we talked about this, one thing that comes to my mind is that so often we, if we ask someone to describe a leader, right, right, a lot of times it's going to be someone who's, you know, an intelligent person, a lot of charisma, mm-hmm. you know, just a natural leader, oftentimes maybe successful in the business world possibly, or in some type of area of, uh, of, of their career or work or something like that. And, and you see a lot of that, but I think the one thing that I notice is we've met with all these different men and talked with all these men is they, they come in all forms. Yes. Right. The extroverts, introverts, S- introverts, extroverts, guys that were at low points 
and would probably tell you they felt like they were the scum of the earth at times because of whatever it was, drug addictions and low points that they were at in their lives. Yeah. Um, average dudes that are just worker bees wherever they're at, you know, at the mm-hmm. same time we've had those guys, yeah, that are running, you know, second generation, third generation businesses, um, huge businesses, right, with thousands of employees. Uh, leaders can come from anywhere. Right. There's no necessary qualification, like a minimum qualification to be a, to be a leader. Right. right. I think, I think you're right. I think if, uh, I would say that if, depending on what you're talking about, what you're leading, I think experience is important. True. So you gotta have, I mean, you know, I can't step into a company and lead a company that makes, I don't know, some kind of gadgets and I've never been involved in, uh, manufacturing or sales or anything in my life. Probably wouldn't do very well. I'd put the work in. I'd, I'd, I'd learn it. I'd study it. But yeah. there's probably a better choice out there at that point. Uh, but what you're talking about is that yeah, it doesn't. Does, there's not one particular personality style or you know walk of life or whatever. If you care about people and you're doing it for the right reasons, and then you add all these other virtues, you could be you could be a great leader, right? Yeah, that might have been a Nantan question from you at one point back in time, right? Are, are leaders born or made? Yeah, I think yeah. right. Yeah, just you know. As I've said before, one of my both, right? spiritual gifts is provocation. So yeah. I try to provoke thought. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going to provoke some thought right now. Spielberg. What? <laughs> We're going to talk about consistency. So when you think about consistency as a leader, what do you think about? Consistency, uh, definitely with showing up. Yeah. I do not have great consistency. I'm just going to throw that out there now. All right. He's I being was, candid. Yeah. <laughs> I was just made fun of on our most recent backblast for not showing up. Yes, yes. you were. That was me. Yep. Yeah. And that was just this morning. That was this morning. Where were you this morning? I was fart sacking. There you go. I was working fart sacking. So I have a somewhat of an ex- No, I don't. Yeah. No excuses. <laughs> yeah. No excuses. I already called him out on that for the hours I've been working. No excuse mm. lately. But yeah, definitely consistency but, is showing up and getting the things done that you need to have done, not just going off and doing something else that you're just kind of pushing the things that you need to get done away. Just getting there, getting things done that you need to get done. Yeah. That is my version of consistency that I believe makes a good leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to lead if you're not there. Yeah. Right. You got, you got to show up. Right. Um, and that was some of the, some of the guys that we've had on our podcast who, when we ask what's your message for the men of America, a lot of guys, the same theme was, uh, you just no excuses. You got to get out there. Don't quit. Don't be less. I think that was dark helmet. Uh, you know, you just got to show up. Yeah. Uh, that's the first step, right? Yeah. And, and so many of these guys I like, I don't think early on we were asking this question, but like partway through you started asking a lot of guys like what their, what their weekly workout routine yeah. is like. And the one thing that, that, that really amazed me, it, I like, I feel good about posting three, four times a week, you know, yeah. most weeks, right. a lot of these guys, busy schedules, busy lives outside of their workouts and they're still showing up five and six days a week, like yes. week in and week out. Yeah. That's impressive. And that speaks to consistency. It also speaks to a about. loving wife who lets you go to bed by eight thirty or nine o'clock every night. That is true. I think, or they just don't have to sleep. Quite that was, much. that's something that came out in the pizza tour part two <laughs> out of the blue dial ups. Wife says, you know, it's great that you're waking up early and working on your fitness, but you'll go to bed by eight thirty every night. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I do not go to, I, I'll stand by my, I'll stand my ground on that one. I do not go to bed as early as she claims. He's, 
Well, if you do, it's consistent. I even, I even <laughs> offered to show her my Garmin. Oh, sleep tracking <laughs> activity yep. to show her. Yep. Look, I can show you right here on my Garmin. <laughs> Connect, and it's I don't go to bed as early as you claim. Yeah, but anyway, I yeah. still love her. She still loves me, <laughs> despite my inadequacies. Yeah, she sure does. Uh, yeah. So, what were we talking about? Consistency. Consistency. So, how would you describe it? Uh. Isn't it self <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know, for, for me, are you ever really going to experience growth if you're not consistent? Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can use analogies. Uh, it's probably a, a, a poor one, but, you know, a, a tree, a plant, or anything like that, like it's, it's only going to grow if it's provided water, nutrients, mm-hmm. on a consistent basis, right? Right. If you... If you water it like crazy, it's not like you can, it can like suck it up and store it in a, it's not like a camel, right? And camels right. really don't store water in their humps. Is that true? I think that's fat they store there. It's fat there. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but like you can water your plants, but they can't like store it over in this little extra little storage area so that when a drought occurs, they can mm-hmm. draw from that to water themselves, right? It, it uses what it's supplied on a daily basis. Right. And if it doesn't get it, it doesn't take long for it to wilt, dry up and die. Yeah. And are we really any different? It's not like we can go gung-ho for a month and it's like, wow, I posted six days a week for, for six weeks. I got some bonus ones here. I can put them in the bank and uh, I'll, I'll take a month off now and I'll be able to come back and be at the same spot that I was when I left because I put these workouts and yeah. the, the, the fitness that I had, had developed in that time, I put it in the bank, I got it over here to the side, and I'll just draw on that while I'm taking right. the month off. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't build... build uh, yeah, you, you take a month off, you took a month off, and it's gone. Right, right? it doesn't and burn you, interest either. <laughs> right, yeah. you, you, it goes away. You yeah. went backwards. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm talking about it from like a fitness perspective here, but yeah. I think it's the, it's the same way in, in, in anything, like... Uh, any any habits or anything that you're trying to to do to improve yourself, whether it be being in the Word and studying the Word of God, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing a better job with uh, your diet, mm-hmm. right? Taking care of the queen. Yes. Um, your fitness. Um, the list could go on and on and on, but you got to be consistent in all of those yeah, things. Absolutely. Uh, we, we were consistent with our queen tonight. We devoured the charcuterie board my wife made for us. Charcuterie board. I think I said that correctly. I don't know. <laughs> charcuterie. I thought it was charcuterie. I think it is. I think you said it right. Charcuterie. Yep. I'm sure I did. What caused those to become, like, here we go off on a tag. Like, what has made them become such a craze lately? I don't know. They're good. I don't know. It's a big thing around for a while. over the past couple of years. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you talked about so consistent. <laughs> should, we, wait, should we talk about what was on ours? <laughs> Oh, Lord. I think it's worth the audience knowing. Let's okay. see. We had ring bologna. Uh-huh. <laughs> no fine meats. No supersetta or anything no, like no. that, right? We had ring bologna, grapes, cheese, mm-hmm. blue cheese filled olives. Yes, yes. Um, crackers. Crackers. Uh, dark chocolates. Dove dark chocolates. Dove dark chocolates, yep. And the ever so popular charcuterie board. Charcuterie board? Charcuterie uh-huh. board? Charcuterie, yeah. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chocolate covered pretzels. Chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> and there's only one left, and we're all staring at it. I know. You're trying to be all serious here and talk about leadership, and I keep taking this. Throwing in the charcuterie board. Past, so, you know, no, right, that's anyway, okay. Back on task. You know, the queen's important. So, yeah. you um, uh, you brought up consistency in, in relation to our personal fitness 
and uh, spiritual lives and, and mental lives. And that's really important, right? Uh, consistent in regard to a leader, you know, Spielberg touched on that. You got to show up. Um, I, I would say that um, consistency, and, and I just thought of this as we're talking here, but I think consistently consistency probably undergirds the other virtues because you have to consistently be courageous. You have to consistently, you know, be committed. I mean, so that you, you can't just be a little bit here and a little bit there. Uh, so I think this might be an attribute that, that runs along all the other attributes. So if you, so for me, if you're a leader, you're going to be not just showing up. Okay. You got to be consistently showing up. You got to be consistent with your message. You got to be consistent with staying on task and, and following the mission, which is why in our region, we, the queue has to recite the mission statement and the five core principles before every workout. And that's something that I thought was really important because we don't want to ever want to forget while we're here. Yeah. Um, but be consistent when you come consistently bring a positive attitude, right? Consistently bring the energy, you know, if you're going to cue, you know, you, you, you gotta, you're the leader for the day. Everyone's counting on you. You're responsible for all those men for that workout. It's great if you could design a really great workout, but you got to consistently bring a positive energy and, and enthusiasm to the workout. You know, it's early in the morning, it's cold, it's windy, it's wet, it might be raining, whatever you got to. And, you know, part of that might be bringing music or whatever, you know, and the, the, if you bring a message to the workout. So I think consistently, consistency yeah. kind of uh, permeates all the other virtues. Yeah, as you described it there, that made me think about um, a lesson I learned as a young professional, a, a good mentor of mine when I started my job in cardiology, fresh out of graduate school. Um, we, we would lead exercise sessions for cardiac rehab patients, so mm -hmm. patients that had had, you know, bypass surgery, um, heart attacks, et cetera. And we're helping them get back into having a, you know, an improved physical activity or exercise program, uh, monitoring them. But, uh, after each class, he talked about, we'd go to the bathroom, the locker room and clean up. Mm -hmm. And first I was kind of like, well, why are we going to do that? Like at the end of the day, the janitors come in. Right. And he's like, because after he goes, for you, this is just another class. You know, this is the second class or the third class, fourth class of your day. But for the patients that come into the second class, that's their class. Right. And the patients that come in for the third class, that's their class. Yes. And you want it to be clean and perfect for just you know, as, as clean and perfect for them as it was for the first class. That's a great message. Um, and so it was a great message and it carries over in a lot of ways. So, you know, I think about that in the reference that you were making about consistency and queuing our, our workouts, right? Right. I think at times you can get lazy, um, just come up with something and you never, you never know, is that going to be the first workout for, for an FNG right? to show up? Yeah. And if you did a half beep, there's you could have used your thing, right? Half. There it is. We wouldn't want to use that button. All right. <laughs> so if, if you come up with that type of workout, right. That, that FNG comes, it's like, well, that was pretty lame right. or bad. I don't want to be part of that. That was pretty pathetic. Like you could tell this guy hardly prepared. Is that the you know is that is that the workout you want to have or do you want to have one that the guy leaves saying wow that guy put a lot of work into leading that I want to come back like that was really really yeah cool. you got to bring it man yeah exactly yeah bring it every day every, every day every like, every time you queue we want to be one to know every put, week put some time you want to be one to know every week put, okay yeah. Franklin <laughs> <laughs> that's a James Franklin thing Penn State coach <laughs> uh, his tweet every every week um, unfortunately he's been oh and one a couple weeks this year but anyway yeah. Uh, so yeah so that that that's kind of what was going through my head while you were talking yeah like the consistency of you know every time could be that first workout for a guy 
Um, And the other thing I'm going to touch on too, talking about consistency is if, if we were a group that all of us started together and we, the same group were all together on this continuum timeline, timeline together Mm -hmm. going from point A to point B It'd be one thing if, okay, DFib has been a great leader for the first year and now DFib has tapered off a little bit here just for a couple of weeks and he's not as consistent as he used to be. We could maybe give you a little slack, right? Because we've seen you as a great leader for the first year. And now DFib's just going through a little slow spot, right? Missing a few workouts. Is he being candid right now? <laughs> no, I'm th- this is just a hypothetical. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Let's say let's say Dfib has a job that he can't be there for yeah, right. for a week. I know, and the, and your job keeps you from being there at times for a, right. for a full week at a time. But it, but anyway, where I'm going with this is we've seen you be the great leader for a long period of time, and we know right now you can't be a great leader for us for a week because you're, you you have to work right? Your work schedule keeps us from that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the situation where F3 is because let's say now, let's say instead of it being a week, there's a month where you're not able to be a leader. Something comes up. Right. Um, an FNG comes at the beginning of that time. And now they haven't seen you as a good leader for that month. Better see a bunch of other good leaders, right? They better see a bunch of other good leaders. But right. I, I, but I think the key thing with cons, with consistency, though, um, and maybe using you as an example and missing because of work wasn't the best example, but uh, consistency in that leadership, though, is that FNG coming at any point. If you're consistent, they're going to see that quality leader whenever they come. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, any time of the year, they're going to see Dfib is a great leader. He's there four or five days a week. He's leading at least once a week. He's queuing great workouts versus coming. And if you're inconsistent, he just happens to come. And it's a time whenever you're on a downwards slant for a little while. And he's like, mm-hmm. man, David was not a good leader. Um, so to me, that's where consistency comes in. It can be very yeah. meaningful as well. Yeah. Uh, so sp- that's a great message. So Spielberg, consistently, consistency we say is important. And we wax and wane with that, I'm sure. But my question is, how can we become more consistent? Drop the job. <laughs> <laughs> Just retire, huh? Yeah. Hit retirement already. I mean, if your job's holding you back. In general, not just DFib. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to pick there. Um, so how do you become more consistent? Yeah. Man, that's kind of hard if you have a schedule that's been so packed Well, up outside up. your schedule, I guess. And we all, we all have schedules that, like, you know, this week I work too late. I work all night and I work too late into the morning. I can't make it to the beatdown. That's unavoidable. Yeah. Forget that. Like, Let's so, be honest, though. Most people, it's not something like that. True. They're inconsistent because they choose to be. Yeah. So in general, how do you become more consistent? Yeah. You guys are throwing a lot of pressure over here with both of you staring at me. Here. <laughs> um, We're not calling you out or anything like no, that. There's no. other. You could you could pass if you want. Play yeah. a little bird chirping. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there you go. He's thinking. Yeah. So I definitely think we have to get our priorities straight. That is one of the oh, biggest good things yeah. that it comes with consistency. Yeah. Um, because I know for a fact myself, I, I've had a lot of times where I've been inconsistent, definitely with getting into the word of the Lord. Right. But then again, I'll go and I'll check my phone and what's my time usage. It's way above what it should be. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that a lot. Yeah. And I've been more consistent with trying to get that phone time down below what it should be that little notification you get every week oh i hate that i know a little sucker's like holy crap 
I don't get that notification. You don't get that? No, that's because you don't use your phone. Just like how oh. much time you're on your phone, and it's like downright like wow. No, I don't get any. I didn't realize that. that. Yeah, and I absolutely hate that notification, but it's great. Yeah, it really gives me a sense of uh, my priorities are not straight for what they should be right now. Yeah. So definitely, priorities is a huge thing when it comes to consistency. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, uh, dial up? How do you become more consistent? I think one thing is the um, uh, accountability. Mm, good one. That can help. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, you know, there's there's always those mornings that uh, you don't you don't want to get up, mm-hmm. but you know someone else is going to be there potentially by themselves. Um, I think the. The last thing you do, I can see sometimes guys do this in the, <laughs> they'll do a little pre-blast and like, how many hard commits are there, right? Yeah. Which is good in some ways because like, oh, all right, yeah, like five guys, six guys, 10 guys. Like remember folks that are listening, we're a small region, all right? So uh-huh. we, we get five guys, some workouts, that's a, that's a good turnout. We get 10 or 15 guys, that's a great turnout. Um, but anyway, um, you know, you can you can see that and maybe it can create some excitement because, oh, wow, a lot of guys are going tomorrow. I should be there. But I think in other ways, sometimes if you're wavering on going or not, you'll see that like, oh, John, you know, gave a hard commit to being there. John's not a wouldn't be a great F3 name, I guess, would it? Uh, for an example to throw out there. But anyway, you might see, hey, someone else said they're going. That means I'm off the hook because I know the queue's not going to be alone. Yeah. Um, so accountability, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway. Well, that, no, no, it's good. It's a good way to build consistency is to hold yourself accountable yeah. somehow. Have guys hold yourself, hold you accountable. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I, uh, I have a hard time with this because I really think it just comes down to a choice for you. Right. Plain and simple. I think the it's best like, way to be geez. consistent is to be consistent. <laughs> yeah. It's as, it's as simple as that. Either you're going to, you're going to go or you're not. Right. You're going to make excuses. Yep. Or you're not, um, yeah. you know, that I, I told the guys this morning, you know, it was cold and, and not like, not like Carolina cold when it's like 50 degrees. <laughs> um, keep picking on Carolina. Don't we? <laughs> we do. I mean, it was like 30 degrees, right. And it was raining and we had like three or f- inches of snow yesterday. So right. everything's wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of miserable. And I told the guys, I said, you guys already, before the workout even started, I said, guys, you already did the hardest thing. Yeah. The hardest thing was getting out of bed and being here. Yeah. You know, now's the easy part doing the workout. Yeah. Um, and that, that holds true. It's the, fir- the, the hardest part's that first step out the door or just making that decision. Yep. Choosing to set an alarm the night before mm-hmm. to get up instead of, yeah, I'm going to set my alarm, but I'm going to set it for uh, two hours later than when the workout was because I'm going to sleep in tomorrow and get yeah. up whenever I need to. Um, that's so. really good. Uh, so, you know, in the Q source, he talks about consist- consistency. He talks about keeping things simple. Maybe you have to eliminate some things in your life that are not a priority and make uh, eliminate decisions from your life. The less decisions you have to make, it easy, the easier it is to be consistent and keep things simple. Um, but the other thing he talks about is building habits, which you've touched on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've, we build to, to build habits that allow us to continue and to continue to be consistent. So um, that is, I think, the key to, be, to, to being consistent, right? Building habits. So, so how do we build habits? 
I'm going to go with an easy answer of repetition. Yeah. Well, obviously, that's sort of what a habit is, something you repeatedly do. But like when you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth. That's a habit, right? Yeah. You don't think about it. It's just what you do. You know, so how do you make the, the, the important things in your life something like that? You know, something that you just do. It's, there's not a, it's not an option. There's no plan B. You've already burnt the boats. I'm using all these analogies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you're just going to get up and go to that workout. Now, we're, we're talking about just workouts now, but in your life, there's other things that you need to be consistent with. How are you going to be consistent leading your family? Right? Yeah. That's the priority. I need to, I need to be consistent leading my family. Um, and I think that... Is this just a big circle? Because to me, as we're talking about that, it comes back to the consistency. Right. Right? That's why to be consistent, <laughs> you have to be consistent. So you have to, but you have to be intentional about it. Right. Right. I think you have to be intentional about this kind of stuff. And, and sometimes you have to make a plan. Yeah. Here's my plan for tomorrow. Here's my plan for the week to re- reach my goals, which are, you know, my yearly goals, which I could break down in the monthly, whatever, whatever that is. You know, if you're going to, you say, I'm going to run a half marathon five months from now, are you going to make a plan? I hope you do anyway. You're going to make a plan. You're going to be consistent with meeting that plan. And that's how you're going to achieve that goal. Um, as a leader, you want to be consistent uh, and by, so it's because then you're going to lead by example, right? Yeah. So you got to build the right habits. You got to dress the right way. You got to say the right things. You got to bring the right attitude. Uh, and you got to consistently care about other people. Yeah. And I think when it comes down to it, it's about love, right? And it's about love. If I could stop loving myself and start loving others, if I truly love the people I'm responsible for, then I'm going to be consistent. If I truly love my wife, I'm going to be consistent. If I truly love my kids, I'm going to be consistent with them. And for some guys, this, this is a hard message, I think, uh, because we could get distracted. And, uh, you know, the reason people sin is because it's attractive. So sin could distract us from that. The flux, which, you know, F3 calls these things that happen to us that uh, sometimes are out of our control. Uh, those things could knock us off track. And that's the reason for these habits. They talk about, you know, these are, I think, bricks that build up you know, walls that keep you on the, on the straight path. I'm, I'm getting this wrong, but anyway, uh, consistency, you know, being in developing these habits and, uh, it's an ongoing thing, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's not something we, we solve and then it's done. Yeah. Right. It's easy just to go back to where we were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it takes discipline. Yeah. And I think I sent out, um, I think it was Sunday. The art of manliness had a little, they put little essays on the weekends they put out. It's not a podcast episode. It's like a little essay. And he talked, I forget who it was uh, he mentioned, but um, to build these habits, you have, to, you have to give your body a command. Like your, you're in control. Your mind's in control. Your mindset's in control. You give your body a command. This is what we're doing today. You know, I know you don't feel like it, legs, but you're going for that five-mile run or right. one-mile run or whatever it is. So you got to be able to just make these decisions and, and, uh, and then stick to it, which is consistency yeah yeah i think you know, most of our maybe all of our uh, guests on the that we've had on have had that uh as an example in their lives and some of them I'm, would probably tell you they're not always they're not consistently consistent <laughs> consistently <laughs> but consistent. but i think that's one of the hallmarks of, of a high impact man yeah he's gonna be consistent consistent in his daily routines consistent in his message consistent in his teaching yeah uh, right yep and if you think about the people that you admire in your life, maybe it's a grandfather, maybe it's a father, maybe it's a mother, maybe it's a, a coach, maybe it's a teacher, maybe it, whoever, uh, if you think about that person, I'll bet you that person was consistent 
consistent in the way they, they cared. Yeah. I think the other part of consistency that I'll throw in there as far as people that you admire is not just being consistent, meaning staying the same, mm-hmm. but consistent in their growth. Yes. Um, that's inspiring mm-hmm. in a, in a leader. Um, cause if they're not moving forward to move backwards, right? Entropy's real, man. <laughs> so, you mentioned it earlier. You, you can't bank, you know, right. things. You, it, you can't it, bank it workouts. You can't away. bank fitness and, you know, cash. Yeah. Right. I think it's the second law of thermodynamics, right? Entropy. <laughs> right. Uh, if you're not investing energy into the system, the system breaks down. Yep. Wow. It's, you know, not investing energy into my body, my body breaks down. Yep. Starts to break down anyway because we get older and we can't, we can't beat entropy until uh, we get our resurrected bodies. I guess the laws of physics are out the door then. I'm nice looking forward we, to that. It'd be nice if we could get that resurrected body here on Earth just for a couple days. I think if I every couple <laughs> days and I had to go back to this, I'd be really <laughs> sad. I don't know. I don't if you had a resurrected body and went back to where you are now, yeah. yeah I'd yeah. be pretty darn sad. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, boy, it'd be nice to have a normal back and normal leg and normal arm. and you know. Give me one day feeling like I'm 20 again. Oh, baby. Right? It's like, yeah. yeah, let's go. That'd be good. I don't know what you guys were feeling when you were 20, <laughs> but I hurt. Well, it only gets worse. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, Spielberg. Yeah. You know why you hurt? Why? Because you missed the workout this morning. Oh, okay. That's why. Because you weren't consistent. Is that why you hurt too? I was at work, dude. Yeah, I was I was saving well. lives. <laughs> I was fixing people's phones. Well, there you go. All right. Then, yeah, sometimes smart sacking is a thing. All right. Well, I, I can, can I share a recent happening for me though? Go for it. Goes along with our fitness thing. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, I derail our conversation all the time. One thing that I noticed recently when talk with and and it goes along the lines of consistency is you know, I probably had a good year and a half I would say of consistency in my in my running and training and doing a couple couple big like run for diamonds races, do the Blue Ridge Relay twice. We did the Tussie thing, mm-hmm. and I was just feeling a little bit beat up. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give my body here two or three weeks. And I, I still ran, but it was only like one, two, maybe three days a week. And you know something? I felt worse. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was more achy. Mm-hmm. I was more sore. My joints felt worse. And it was like, why am I taking, <laughs> why am I, why am I? getting out of my routine then like if i if i feel worse and to me it kind of speaks to the consistency like if if you keep your body going like it it adapts and it gets used to it motion is lotion right you use that lotion. term right and it was like hey man you're not lotioning up the joints you know with your with the exercise and you, you got a little lazy and you and you know you, you tapered off and you're you're feeling worse so it was a recent podcast i mentioned lubrication is the key to life lubrication is the key to life yep Care to elaborate? Motion is lotion, baby. <laughs> hey, listen, I was uh, two years ago, soon, right after we started F3, I was down in Orlando, and I went to this place for breakfast, my wife and I and a couple we were with, and who walks in to this breakfast place but Brian Dawkins. Okay, B-Doc, Hall of Fame football player, Philadelphia Eagles, right? Oh, that's why I didn't recognize who you were talking about. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Yes, I'm she just, did. I'm just kidding. Brian Dawkins. So, you know, he's sitting over there with a lady and eating breakfast, and I had to go to the restroom. And, and, and I, I don't normally do this because I don't want to bother people, but I had to, to introduce myself and, and say hi to him. He asked me to sit down. So I sat down and talked with him and, for a while, and I told him about F3, and he said, 
my message for you, your men at F3, is motion is lotion. I don't know if it's originally from him, but that's where I heard it first. So, B Doc, shout out to you. Motion is lotion. Wait, dial, you, dial up. Could prove so you it. just saw Dawkins recently? No, it was like two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was jacked. Talk about jacked. That man was jacked. He's been retired for a few years. Yeah, but he's he has stayed consistent with his fitness, I can tell you. So men of F3 Philly, I wonder if Dawkins has shown up for a workout. I don't know. I don't know where he lives. I don't know if he lives in Philly, but he's yeah. uh, he was in Orlando at the time. So anyway. Yeah, Spielberg, do you want to you put out your, your bio for the ladies out there? <laughs> you know, how to get in touch with Spielberg? Well, hello, guys. I'm 22. My name is Spielberg. Also known as Kevin, um, but I notice Kevin. I have a very nice job. Uh, I'm going to edit all of this out. <laughs> you better not. All right. He drives a Prius. He's very, you know. He doesn't drive a Prius. Environment. Happiness is way. What are you driving now? Comes in waves. You sold your. <laughs> oh, I drive a uh, 2022 Lamborghini. Uh, <laughs> he enjoys long walks on the beach. Oh. Cuddles right, by enough. cuddles by campfires. Yeah, yeah. He's a hunk, ladies. He's he's a catch. <laughs> I'll dress up as Dahmer for Halloween. So there you go. Is your picture on our on our website? No. Well, you better put it on there. I don't think it is. You better put it on there. I'll have to check. I don't know. Our website's under construction. <laughs> it's been under construction for like a year now. All right. Well, you you put put your mug out there, buddy. All right. Uh, anything else for the good of the order? No, I think we had a good discussion. Maybe we should just do this every once in a while. and Yeah, we'll see how well it gets, it's, it's received by the people out there. <laughs> people might have stopped listening after they said that we didn't have any guests. After we start we talked about pizza for the first 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, folks. But listen, if you're out there and you're listening and you're consistently listening, then you're showing your virtuous leadership skills by consistently listening to the High Impact Man podcast because it will make you a better leader. I hope so anyway. We're trying. Lord willing, God will use us to his glory, and you guys got something out of this. Um, you know, next episode, we're, we promise we'll have a guest on. It won't just be us chattering around anymore. Although the charcuterie board was pretty good. Yeah. Are we going to put a Google poll out, uh, poll out on the uh, website asking about pepperoni on pizza? I think we should oh, do that. Oh, I cannot go end this podcast <laughs> without bringing that up. All right. I thought I was bringing it to a good conclusion I was trying to get it in earlier, but... All right. This is out there for all of you people listening, okay? Pepperoni is the perfect I, topping on pizza. All right. So... I'm going to roll the outro. No, no. We got to get this out there. I, I want your feedback. America. Belgium. Belgium. We've got consistent listeners in Belgium. Australia. I, what was it? Philippines. We got people in India. Yeah. South America. All you people out there. Some of you may not know what pizza is, but <laughs> listen... Pizza is one of the greatest food ever invented, and um, we've perfected it in the United States because I was in Naples. We perfected it yeah. in the United States. Yeah, we have. In, I was in Naples <laughs> on a cruise. Italian, Italian, I, I got to tell you, I'm going to hurt Italian all the Italian people that are jacked Italians right now. Italians are going to be really comment. mad at me. Gambino, all you guys, <laughs> the listen mafia to me. is coming after you. I, okay, I'm, I'm going to give them a little shout out, though, because, all right, I was in Naples uh, on a cruise this summer with my wife and some other, another couple, and we went, supposedly the birthplace of pizza, and we went to the place for pizza there. It was horrible, okay? It was terrible pizza. That wouldn't last five minutes in the Wyoming Valley. But I will say, the people that make her in the great pizza in the Wyoming Valley are the Italians. Okay, so there. So it was the Italians that came to America. The Italian-Americans have perfected pizza. Now, if you go on a pizza tour and you're tasting pizza and you're comparing pizza, you cannot put toppings on the pizza. 
Toppings are like steak sauce, okay? If it's a good steak, you don't put steak sauce on it. You just eat the steak, right? Okay, the steak sauce is for bad steak. Toppings. Toppings is for bad pizza. If you're going to compare pizza, you've got to compare it without toppings. I go there. I bring my, my men up from central Pennsylvania to go up to Wine Valley. They're ordering like pepperoni and stuff on their pizza. No, I have no, I have no problem with pepperoni. I'll eat a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> but man, if you're eating the good pizza up there in the Wyoming Valley, you're comparing it to the other three places. You can't, you can't get toppings on your pizza. Anyway, that's my little thing. Oh, yay. F- feedback. Bring it back. Bring it to us, world. Toppings Can on you your feel pizza. his passion, listeners? Yes, come on. It's about the sauce, the cheese, the dough. That's it. Cook it the right way. Make the recipe. Enjoy the pizza. Can I ask what your thoughts are on pineapple on pizza? Ooh. Pineapple on pizza. I, you know, any topping is, is in all, the same category. If the pizza sucks, put pineapples on it. If you like pineapples... Yeah, you like pepperoni. If the pizza sucks, put the pepperoni. But if it's good pizza, don't go be ruining it with toppings. You know, if you want to get a frozen pizza from the grocery store, get some toppings on it. Fine. Good pizza requires no toppings. That is all for the High Impact Man podcast. <laughs> this episode is ending on that note. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I would like to thank our guests for joining us and sharing their story of becoming a high impact man. More information and resources can be found at highimpactman.com. If you like this podcast, please consider following us on our social media pages or email us at him at highimpactman.com. That is H-I-M at highimpactman.com. The High Impact Man podcast has a new episode every week, and you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcast platforms. Have a great week, everyone.